This is the Capness HR Podcast, and we want you to be great every day. Join us as we transform the human resources outsourcing industry while we talk to small business owners, founders, and people in tech, startup, and HR spaces. Now, please welcome your host, Jason Kavnis. Hello, and welcome to Kavnis HR Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Kavnis. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash Our guest today is Victoria Matei. Victoria, ready to be great today? Yes. Victoria is a business events professional with 15 years international experience in, in, in the industry. She has successfully delivered many business events, both high profile, such as an investment showcase in London, and those on a smaller scale. In t- 2001, she received her first major in linguistics from Russian University and worked as a products coordinator for various organizations. Over the years, she has been involved in delivering business events and realized this was something she liked doing. She then decided to get event management education and in 2011 graduated from the University of Surrey, UK, where she received her MSc in international events management. She's always been keen to share her expertise and she noticed that her home country of Russia there was a lack of education and professional development opportunities for event specialists. So in 2015, she started Mate Events, the only MICE-specific resource in two languages, Russian and English, aimed to promote strategic value of events and equality event design and also contribute to the development of the Russian MICE sector. Victoria has been awarded the Ford Foundation IFP Fellowship in 2009, and earlier this year, Victoria has been recognized as the top 100 smart women in meetings by International Resource Smart Meetings. Victoria, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. My, my pleasure. So what is keeping you busy these days? Well, it, it's mostly, you know, the last part that you, you just talked about. This is uh, the consulting, business events consulted. This is what I'm mostly busy with at the moment because I used to run the events um, as, I, as you told uh, the audience that it was both like high profile events, like large scale conferences, but it, w- it was also more of those as with smaller scale events, for example, you know, internal meetings and trainings and workshops. So I have been doing it for a long time, really for dozens of years, um, almost. And then it just turned out that I have accumulated so much knowledge that I decided that it's time to give back. And um, also because I noticed that uh, there is a lack of information specifically for the Russian professionals to design uh, better meetings and better events and how to, how to do that in more beneficial ways, both for the event organizers and, both, and for the event attendees. And so it evolved uh, throughout these three years that I have been doing it since uh, 2015 and now I'm doing the event consulting both for the event professionals for the event organizers so I provide advice about how to how to plan the events from the strategic point of view or from the content point of view but I also um, am developing uh, the review of the uh, event consulting for the participants because what I have noticed and what I believe is that it's uh, it's kind of it should be a shared responsibility for the event success. When you go to the event, when you attend a conference, for example, or a workshop, it's not the 
full responsibility for the organizer uh, only to provide you with the best uh, event experience and the best outcomes. But it's also the event participant who, who should put their own efforts into making it a success. And what we have now is that event professionals, they do a lot to provide the improved experience, the best events are a powerful way actually when we meet face to face we achieve a lot of results but to do that in order to do that we need to get prepared for it and event professionals use a lot of techniques and methods to to do that but again as i said you know it's not only their responsibility it's the responsibility of the event attendees to make the most of the out of their investment of time and money into the event. So this is what I do. I provide them with a training about how to get prepared for the event the best way possible. Victoria, is there a way to know if an event will be successful before it happens? Well, to a degree, to some extent, yes. You can kind of, especially if it's not a first-time event, you can certainly make sure that some some things are done in a, in a way that would lead to a success. But events are such things that you can't really predict it 100%. And again, it's very human type of business, I would say. So it's a lot of interaction between, you know, your team members, between uh, all the event stakeholders, all the event partners and all players involved. It is also a lot of interaction between the uh, audience happening at on site. So you can't really predict all of its success, but you really, what you can do, you can make sure that you 100% ready and you have done uh, whatever, whatever is possible to do to make it a success. Victoria, so there's many factors in pulling off a great event. Some you can control, some you can't. How do you tell people to focus on what you can control and not so much what you can't control? It's not about the control itself. It's just something that uh, there is a, you know, there are specific things that you can prepare beforehand. Uh, for example, if you attend a conference, you, you uh, would need to make sure that you have research properly. First of all, the first thing to do is to actually choose the right conference or the right business event, let's say so, because there are so many events going on at the same time. It's like hundreds, you know, of them. And you need to choose wisely because it's an investment of your time and money. And you need to choose wisely where to go and why you need to go there particularly. So you need to set your own goals. You need to think about why you are attending the event. Uh, and why you're attending this particular event, first of all. And that when you set your goals, everything else will literally, you know, comes out of it naturally because you would need to know what you need to do in order to, uh, you know, not just waste your time and you just have fun, for example, but to, for example, if you have a goal of, make new contacts you need to prepare yourself for the networking and do some practicalities as well like you know a lot of people do not think about uh, bringing their own business cards for example or just forget some required materials papers to bring with themselves to show for example to other people things like that so it might be as simple as that it might be more uh, specific so it all depends on the on uh, on your goals Victoria, can you talk some about event design? Oh, yes, absolutely. This is, um, you know, event design is um, 
relatively new thing. I mean, you know, logistics side and it has a content side. And event design, it's all about creating such an experience that would be beneficial for the particular attendee and also making the event the event which would fulfill the goals of the of those who organize and of those who attend the the event so event design it's not a simple process of putting together you know for example speakers and you know catering and i don't know travel things it's um it's actually thinking deeper about what your audience is going to achieve by attending your event and why in the first place you need to organize it for your organization for example if you are doing an internal event and you need to think about why you are doing this event and how it is beneficial to the overall strategy of your organization and uh, everything else with you know will come out of uh, these things Victoria can you talk some about your experience of doing business here in the United States and doing business back in Russia it's, uh, it's, of course, it's different because the mentality is different, the culture is different. And I'm pleased to be in the United States. From the professional point of view, it's very beneficial because the United States and the UK are the you know, best, best places to be in terms of events planning and events management. They have um, a long history of, um, you know, industry development here so in russia it's different because the industry the event sector is younger and it's not so developed but so for me as a professional it's of course it's more interesting to stay in the place where it's all like happening uh, right now and all the new trends are emerging or uh, and uh, developing from here I have been working with international events uh, so so often that it's all like mixed up already. I can't really see the the biggest difference because people, you know, they have been traveling a lot and uh, professionals, they have been organizing events everywhere. So I wouldn't say there are huge differences, but they are, of course. I, again, as I said, depend, uh, it depends on the culture and mentality and some particular place maybe. Other than that, it's, it's not that uh, distinguishable probably. Victoria, next, can you talk about time you were successful in the past? What you learned from your success or what we can learn from the success that you had in the past? I would say, you know, one of my proudest moments, like professional proudest moments, were, was this investment showcase event, uh, which was a high-profile flagship event for the uh, Set Squared partnership I worked with in, in, London, in the UK. And the event itself was about bringing the startup companies and investors together uh, so that they can, so that the companies could showcase their services and, and pitch their, their ideas to the investors. And it was done in London um, and it is an annual event. Um, uh, and uh, personally for me, that was a huge advancement in my career because it was an event I've done for the first time abroad and it was in London, high profile and in English again, which is not my native language. So it's all worth about and it went successfully. So what I've learned from it was that you need to stay focused and organized 
as much as you can. That's, you know, that's actually uh, those qualities that every event planner would need to stay focused and organized. But when it comes to, you know, working in another country and in another language, it probably, you know, you need it to double <laughs> those those qualities. So I was very proud, you know, and I remember this particular case just because this is one of the first of those events that are organized uh, and coordinated myself abroad. So Victoria, follow-up question. Next, talk about time that you failed, what you learned from this, and what we can learn from this time you failed in the past. You see, um, the event planners are always asked about the failures because there are so many stories about, you know, what went wrong during the event planning or during the event itself. But I really, I was so lucky uh, not to have the major failures during my professional career. So I can't really share any any funny story about that. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, there are, they were, of course, you know, some minor things that luckily uh, were fixed straight away. Sometimes it required more effort. Sometimes it was just easy to fix. In, and from my experience, the only thing is just to stay calm. This is very, very important for the event planner because when you go and panic, it, will, it won't help at all. And uh, it will even, you know, damage your reputation and damage your image because, and it won't really solve the problem. <laughs> so the, you need really to train yourself and to put in such a, you know, mode that you don't panic if something happens, if, even if something major, there is always a solution. And this is a major uh, thing I want everybody to remember probably just there is always a way out. Yeah, that's great advice. I mean, when you put an event, something's going to go wrong and you'll know, first, you know, the, you know, the little details, just, like, just stay calm. Like, okay, no one notices. Let's, let's keep on moving. Yeah. Okay? yeah. And it's actually, uh, it's often the case when you think that something, uh, especially when it comes to details and you know, it should be, it should not be that way, but it should be that way. And you're kind of, you're panicking. You think, oh my God, everybody is noticing that it's going to, People won't notice. We don't know how it should be. Um, so they kind of, and they, and, you know, uh, in most cases, people are very positive about, uh, you know, things happening within the event. So it should be really some disastrous thing to happen, something really that, you know, borders them that would draw their attention. Other than that, you know, it's, it's going to be fine. <laughs> Next, talk about someone who's helped in the past and how they helped you. I would say, uh, you know, it's my family, first of all, because they always support me and encourage me. But from professional, I mean, my family supports and knows, you know, um, a lot about what I'm doing. But when I uh, think about other people, uh, my colleagues, uh, I would say these are my bosses. I, uh, it just happens. So, I mean, it's just a coincidence that everybody, every, every but I worked with, I worked for of my bosses. They were women and they were amazing women to learn from. And um, they were always encouraging and, you know, supportive as well. So uh, I was just lucky to, to meet them and to, to work with them. Victoria, tell us something about yourself most people don't know. Of course, your close friends, close family know this, but people who might know you on a day-to-day -day basis don't know this about you. I think most 
people that know me, they, they kind of know that I have been traveling a lot and I moved a lot within Russia as well and uh, abroad and back and forth, you know. So, but when I tell this little detail about my traveling, it's probably something that people don't know about me. It's that I, I lived when it comes to Russia, it's huge, you see. And um, I lived in the in the south of Russia. I lived in the high north of Russia. And I lived in the most western point in Russia. So the only, the only uh, point I didn't make it to was the far east point. <laughs> Victoria, I understand you have a book to recommend for our listeners. Oh, yes, I do, actually. This is a book I really liked. I, I'm going to show it. So it, 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 is, um, it is called Look... A Practical Guide for Improving Your Observational Skills by James Gilmore. And um, the book introduces this six-looking-glass metaphor. So the author explains that we need to look at the things in, in different modes through our binoculars, uh, through our bifocals, uh, through the, uh, uh, the, um, the rose-colored glasses and blindfold looking. So these are different methods to look at the things to find the best solution because some of those glasses will allow you to, to see the bigger picture while others, for example, the microscope, you know, mode would uh, allow you to look uh, at things in the detail. So it's it's how about to, it's kind of a philosophy actually. So what, what I like about this book most is that it actually applicable to, you know, every aspect of our life, be that personal or professional. Uh, so I really recommend to read this book and, and see how it, uh, you know, how it helps in daily life and professional life. Thank you for that. Victoria, can you share your social media links for yourself and your company so people can reach out to you? So, um, my website is in two languages, as you said. It's in Russian and in English. And it has, sometimes it has, you know, uh, different content, sometimes it, but you can reach, it, uh, reach me through website. Um, uh, it's um, mate.events. And Mate is spelled like M-A-T-E-Y. So it's like Mate in English, Mate.events. And then uh, the same handle for Twitter and for Facebook, for Instagram, it's Mate Events. And then uh, my email is Mate.events at gmail.com. And to our listeners, we have the links to all her social media and her book recommendation in the show notes. And you can find the show notes at www.cabinetshrblog.com. Victoria. We're coming to the end of our talk. Can you provide our listeners any last-minute advice or wisdom on any subject you would like to talk about? The last-minute advice uh, would be just, uh, I mean, from, again, if we talk about uh, events, if you, if you go to an event, if you're an event at a D, make sure that you are prepared for it and do not just leave it to the organizers to, to make your event experience success because it's, it's, only your, it's, it's also your responsibility to do to do that if you're an event organizer i'm you know i think it's the it's one of the best times we are actually experiencing and we are witnessing what is happening in the industry so if you want to talk just uh, about it and drop me a message but my last minute advice like overall would be stay focused and organized thank you victoria victoria thank you for being a guest on the podcast really appreciate it you're doing a lot of great things thank you so much
And to our listeners, thank you for your time as well. And remember to be great every day. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Kavnis HR. For more exclusive content, as well as your free copy of HR Laws, be sure to visit KavnisHR.com or connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook at Kavnis HR. Thanks again, and be great every day.